there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The following is a presentation of the Eastern Michigan Sports Network from Learfield. Straight from the 734, it's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Presented by Folding Warehouse, Ipsy, and Arbor. Your chance to get in on the action. Now, let's send it to the guys on the inside of it all. Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell. Your bracket's busted because most of America's are, Alex. My bracket is absolutely busted, Greg. And if you are somebody out there saying that uh, you still have a perfect bracket, we know you're lying because according to multiple sources, both CBS and ESPN, not a single person in America has a perfect bracket left. But how could you, Greg? The upsets, they get more and more mad every year. Fairly Dickinson, Purdue goes down. I mean, there's just so much to talk about, so many upsets. There's no way that you even have a, re- a somewhat good bracket left. Come on. It doesn't count when I, after the result happens, I write it in. That That's a perfect bracket. Absolutely does not count. Oh. And uh, no, it does not count for Matt Painter either. He continues to have early exits from the first round of the tournament. Unfortunately for Purdue, uh, they were a team that I expected to go far, but I lost on day one. I thought Arizona was going to be my championship game participant, so what do I know? But I still have the Huskies alive, Greg. I've got UConn winning it. I still have uh, the Huskies alive, so they looked good last night, by the way. So I'm thinking I'm pretty positive in that pick right now. We are just 90 minutes away from tip-off in Knoxville, though, as we're recording this podcast, as Trisha Cullup and the Toledo women's team will take on Tennessee tonight. You can follow that game on ESPN, or if you want to, turn into our good buddy Jim Heller down on uh, Toledo Radio tonight, as they'll be trying for their right to go to the Sweet 16 game. They led start to finish and knocked off uh, a really good Iowa State team. They looked really good the other day. Congratulations to Trisha Cullop and the Toledo women's basketball team. Of course, we don't ever root for them during the regular season, but uh, a good representation for the MAC right now on the women's side of things. And I will say, Greg, this is not a Toledo podcast, so we're going to leave it here, but I did really like Trisha Cullop the other day after the game. Uh, somebody asked her about 
well, you've played a really tough non-conference schedule, and how well did that prepare you for the tournament? And she said, listen, that prepared us, but you've got to give some credit to our conference as well because the MAC is one of the best mid-major conferences, and she felt like the teams in the conference really helped her out. She referenced specifically Ball State, Bowling Green, but uh, certainly some credit goes to the rest of the conference. It was a exciting weekend as we zeroed back in a little closer to home. We know there's plenty of basketball still in store, but as we get back and zero in, it's EMU baseball. They will be home for the first time in 2023 this weekend as the Ball State Cardinals come to town Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Currently, the plans at O-Strike, weather permitting, uh, but another great weekend for them. They have to move the series to Bowling Green, Kentucky to take on Western Michigan. No matter where they play, they still find a way to win. Well, here's what I like about the Eastern Michigan baseball team, Greg. And again, without uh, we, we don't want to lose our entire listenership group, so I won't go too far into the stats. But one thing you should know about this team, and we've talked a little bit about it already, this team is a never-say-quit team. They, they go through all nine innings to win games. Friday's game, or excuse me, first game of Saturday's doubleheader against Western Michigan, they fell behind 5-0. They scored four and answered. They almost completed the comeback but didn't. Well, they got behind by five runs in game two of the doubleheader. And, Greg, it's really easy when you've lost game one of the doubleheader, you get behind 5 nothing to just kind of pack it in. But Eastern Michigan scores 12 runs. They end up winning 12-11. to and four times already this season, Greg, Eastern Michigan has been down by four more runs and has come back to win the game. They didn't do that a single time last year. In fact, they only came back from any deficit, so one run uh, in most cases, sometimes two or three. They only came back from any deficit to win a game six times all of last year in 56 games. So already four comeback wins of four more runs. That's really unheard of in baseball. And this is a really impressive stat line that they've put together Two consecutive uh, series wins to open up MAC play. It's the first time that they've opened up MAC play with two series wins since 2017. It's the first time they've won back-to-back MAC series since 2018. Uh, it's the first time they've won two series in a row at any point in the series since 2021. So. A lot of good indicators for where this team is right now, Greg, and a lot, of, a lot of positives. One more quick number for you. How about this? Six of the everyday starters in the lineup for Eastern Michigan are hitting over 300 right now. When's the last time you saw those type of numbers? It's been a very, very long time. They still need to get some guys that they are used to seeing carry the big stick going. Uh, Logan Hugo still scuffling with the bat a little bit. Aaron Dolney, uh, not there yet, but still starting to come around, and hopefully they can get so against a very talented Ball State team that, of course, last year was in the championship game, hosted that championship game in Muncie, and uh, they always have a very talented pitching staff. So it'll be a good test this weekend. We will have full coverage on emueagles.com. We will do our best to get a video stream up. It's a little too cold for me to sit outside, but we will have a camera view of some sort for you on EMU Eagles this weekend on All Access. And we know it's going to be cold, but if you can spare any time at all to get out to the stadium uh, to watch in person, I know that I speak for Eric Roof and company when I tell you, Greg, this is in a very important series. Eastern Michigan right now sitting in third in the Mid-American Conference. You have to be top four to make it to the tournament. Lots of baseball left, but every series important. And as you mentioned, Ball State has been one of the creams of the crop from the MAC in the last decade or so. Uh, really good strength on strength. They're very good at pitching. Eastern Michigan has been very good at hitting, so it should be a fun one. 
And so any extra motivation that you can give out at the stadium for the guys, I know that they'll be uh, super excited to have people out there. It will be a triple header uh, in Ypsilanti this weekend as on Friday. Lacrosse will start off your day. Then you get a, a taste with tennis against Western Michigan before baseball gets it going. Lacrosse also uh, this week will be at Butler, so they get Marquette and Butler out of the Big East. Tennis will get both Bowling Green as well as Western Michigan. Then you get track that's also competing in Raleigh this weekend at the Raleigh Relays, and uh, certainly a good showing for them over the weekend. They get a couple event wins, but how about first time outside and you hang nine top five finishes. Hey, I, you know what? Eastern Michigan track and field, I, I'm never surprised at the accomplishments they put up on a week-to-week basis. But you said that really good team effort, nine top five finishes, a couple of uh, first-place finishes for Ivan Lopes Ribeiro. He's done a really nice job, especially in the long jump this year. And uh, a couple of first-place finishes for him down at UCF. One thing I know, I speak for the track team when I tell you, I know they probably enjoyed being down in South Florida, Central Florida, excuse me, getting out of the cold and uh, no better place to start your outdoor season than out in the heat of Florida. So a nice job at the UCF Black and Gold Invite. All the results you can see at emugles.com and take a look there. But certainly a good start for track. And you mentioned, Greg, that um, it's a busy weekend with baseball at home, but it's also a double chance to see Eastern Michigan tennis in home action. First off, on Friday, they play Western Michigan. Uh, That is a 1 p.m. start out at the Chippewa Club. So after you've taken some lacrosse, and then you can head over to tennis and then come back over for baseball. I've got to tell you, Eastern Michigan tennis, they have a tough loss in their last outing to Toledo, but they've done a really nice job of evening the record this year. And against Toledo, who's been really, really good in the MAC, they forced three matches to go to third sets. Unfortunately, didn't get the wins in those. But this is a tennis team that's on the up and up, and that's why uh, they're going to be the focus of our show today. We're going to talk to second-year graduate assistant coach Shweta Sangwan and also talk to first-year student-athlete Wendy Zhang to get a little bit more perspective on uh, what they're all about on the tennis program. But this is a tennis team that's looking on the up-and-up. Certainly are. hope you can make it out this weekend. Plenty of activities around campus, and we're just getting started with plenty more this spring. Don't forget, set your calendars coming up on April the 14th at 6.30, it's the annual spring game. Chris Creighton and company will be out on the gray field. You can still get your season tickets right now, starting at just $10 per game. And also, with your season tickets, take home a replica potato bowl championship ring with every purchase. No better uh, selling point than that. The championship ring, you can get it. And uh, hint, hint. There's actually some really good ways to get that ring through purchasing season tickets. You can buy them separate, but it's actually a better deal to just buy your season tickets. So make sure you do that as well. We've had enough uh, conversation to open the show. Lots to come after this. Two quick interviews with Shweta Sangwan and Wendy Zhang of the Eastern Michigan Tennis Program. So sit back, enjoy the show, and then we hope to see you out on campus this weekend because, as Greg said, lots of events here at Eastern Michigan. You already know Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan gives you access to the largest network of top doctors and hospitals. What you may not know is that with our 24-hour nurse line, online visits, whole health support, urgent care, and more, you can access the care you need whenever and wherever you need it, giving you the confidence in knowing that you're covered anytime, anywhere. We're here for it all and always will be. Learn more at hereforitall.com. 
Well, if you've been reading up on tennis here at Eastern Michigan University, you know that coach Steve Schramm is off to a really nice start in his first season. Three wins so far, three losses for the Eastern Michigan tennis team. But Coach Schramm brings a lot of experience and a lot of winning, so no doubt that he'll have the team on the right track. But if you were to ask him, he would tell you he can't do it all by himself. And so that's why our first feature today is on Shweta Sangwan, who serves as the second-year graduate assistant coach for the MU tennis program. Before arriving at Eastern Michigan, Sangwan attended the University of Oregon from 2015 to 19. During her time there, she ranked as high as 10th in the country in doubles, 42nd in singles, and was named a All-Pac-12 Honorable Mention in 2018. After Oregon, Sangwon spent two years as a consultant for Wayfair. The graduate assistant attended IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida for high school, where she made a quarterfinals appearance at the Eddie Herr International Junior Tennis Championship. San Juan earned her bachelor's degree from Oregon in journalism with a focus on advertising and business in 2019. My conversation with San Juan started with her journey from India to the U.S. Now knowing that San Juan spent more than half of her life so far in the United States, I wondered how did she get to Eastern Michigan specifically? I am originally from India, but I've lived in the U.S. for more than half my life. Um, Actually, the previous coach coaches who like in, interviewed me and found me and then just through the tennis community I guess um, I was interested in being a GA and pursuing further studies so everybody has a journey into their sport that they love so I asked Shweta San Juan how she got involved in the sport of tennis so it was actually one of my uncles who introduced me to tennis and then um, yeah I guess from there on and just watched it on tennis like on TV and my dad taught me tennis I mentioned earlier that San Juan was quite the tennis player herself while a college uh, student-athlete at Oregon, so I asked her about her style of play when she was on the courts. My style of play is I like to play a lot of defense, but then I can also serve in volley, so I can kind of do everything. Of course, now that she's made the transition to coaching, I had to ask, what is her coaching style? So my style of coaching would be I'm pretty technical. I like to pick up on patterns when we're playing matches, so I like to really like see what the other person is doing. So I'm, I'm a pretty hands-on coach, I would say. I like to be really involved. Next, I asked second-year graduate assistant Shweta San Juan about the best part of coaching at Eastern Michigan. Um, I would say my relationship with the girls on the team and seeing them progress, uh, seeing them just grow as people, and also like sort of having that sense of responsibility, even though I'm young. Um, that you know they have come from a fireplace i was in their shoes at one point so having that care for them now a lot of graduate assistant coaches know that they want to go on to become full-time head coaches but interestingly enough shweta san juan has different plans she's very accomplished in the field of finance and economics and that's where she wants to go next to wall street she knows that she does not want to continue on to be a full-time head coach in fact she already has a job offer in the stock market so take a listen to what she plans to do next and what she's studying for her master's degree right now what i like doing outside of tennis would be spending time with my friends i follow the stock market quite a bit. I'm like a finance geek, so I like doing that. Um, just a lot of yeah, finance, accounting kind of related and just preparing for my job that's to come after this. So my master's right now is in information technology and then the concentration that I have is business analytics, but I'm going to be working on the Wall Street in New York after this. I hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Shweta Sangwan and enjoyed learning about our second year graduate assistant tennis coach. You can see her in action all season long as Eastern Michigan continues on their quest for a Mid-American Conference Championship and you can learn more by visiting EMU Eagle 
eagles.com slash tennis. We continue on in this Eastern Insider podcast with our features on some of the Eastern Michigan tennis team here in 2023. You heard from graduate assistant coach Shweta Sang Wan not too long ago, and now it's time to meet one of our tennis players, Wan Yi Zhang. Wan Yi, who goes by Wendy, uh, is a first-year student-athlete from Beijing, China, but she played her high school tennis in Belgrade, Serbia. She is certainly one of the most interesting people we have here as a student-athlete at Eastern Michigan, and I thoroughly enjoyed getting to catch up with her not too long ago. So let's jump right in. I first talked to Wani about how she started in tennis. So um, when I was three and I was watching TV with my parents and, you know, I was way too young to really understand what is tennis, but I just felt it's so interesting. The sport seems very interesting and I do want to practice it. So I turned around to my parents because I was sitting in front of them. I said, um, I want to practice tennis and I started to do tennis when I was six and I practice until now. Similar to the question you might have heard earlier with Coach Sang Wan, I asked Wendy Zhang, how did she end up at Eastern Michigan specifically? Look, so I was in the States before, so I do have some experience knowing that the uh, college tennis of United States is very high level. So um, when I was applying for universities, um, I'm only looking for universities in America. And above a lot of um, choices, I choose Eastern Michigan in the end because I think the uh, coaching team, um, the tennis team, and also the education programs are super good. So that is the reason why I end up here. Zhang has only been in Eastern Michigan since the start of the winter semester, but I asked her in her short time here, what's been the best part about EMU? Well, I think all of the girls are very nice and they're super friendly, super helpful. And also like the coaching staff, they are really, really good. And um, they really cared about us and they always give us multiple helps and so on. She may have only been here for a short period of time, but Zhang has already made an immediate impact on the court, seeing action in almost every match for Eastern Michigan. I asked her, in her eyes, what the strength of her game is. Well, I would say that I'm um, capable of uh, changing and I'm fast in adapting. That is my strength. Um, no matter which type of player I'm playing against, offensive or defensive, I can quickly adapt and then changing my strategy, my tactics to it. So. Of course, everybody has tennis heroes, and that's no different for Wendy Zhang. So for men's side, uh, Novak Djokovic, he is my idol. And um, from women's side, Serena Williams, of course. The last question I always like to ask, and this one is certainly one of the most entertaining, is what the student-athletes like to do outside of their sport. So in this case, I talked to Wendy Zhang about some of the things she likes to do outside of tennis. And uh, get ready, because this one is maybe one of the most interesting answers I have ever gotten. And I've done uh, probably 500 or so of these interviews with student athletes so take a listen in the first part not so abnormal the second part certainly unique well usually i like reading so daily let's say i would read like a 30 minutes thing something like that and well outside of that i have a lot of hobbies such as i like to uh, go to shooting range and um, i like some extreme sports sometimes my parents are worried about it but <laughs> i will tell them just chill <laughs> so i don't know 
when I was young, I liked those like gun stuff and those weapon stuff, but I would never do it if it's not in a safe area. So I would always go to a shooting range or something like that. So well, I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about uh, Wendy Zhang. She's a first-year tennis player here at Eastern Michigan and is already off to a really nice start, helping the Eagles to three wins in the early season. You can catch Wendy and the rest of the team at the Chippewa Club. They're back in home action this Friday at 1 p.m. as part of a lacrosse tennis and baseball triple header event here in Ypsilanti. So head on over to the Chippewa Club to support Wendy and the rest of her teammates as they try to take down Western Michigan in Mid-American Conference play and pick up their first MAC victory of the season. This has been another edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast, powered by Learfield. Tune in every Monday for new episodes all year long. And don't forget to visit emueagles.com slash podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts for all of our episodes on demand.